0: Hey everybody, I am so excited to announce that we are celebrating not just the five-year anniversary of the Full Focus Planner, but we are also celebrating one million planners sold. That's right, yes. So to celebrate you should go to fullfocus.co slash anniversary and you can get 10% off site-wide with the code cheers to five years. That's cheers to the number five years. Uh, We're offering a Full Focus sticky pack with any new annual subscription. There's $75 off the Full Focus goal setting and $200 off the Full Focus planner certification training and the planner suite, which you get 23 planners. It's quite a deal if you love your Full Focus planner. So check that all out. Celebrate with us. One million planners at fullfocus.co slash anniversary. Welcome to another
1: episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I am Blake, here with Courtney Baker and Deidra Romero. Hello everybody. Hi. How was that? How was that? Was my verbs? I was trying to do as good as verbs. Obviously, People have already unsubscribed Mm -hmm. in the 30 seconds it took me to to go through that because they're like, wait a second, this isn't the gentle timbre that I know, the soothing (laughs) sultry Mm -hmm. tones of Verbs Boyer.
2: Well, and you need to tell everybody like ASAP, like where is Verbs because they're all like panicking right now.
1: Sure, so Verbs quit the show. He flipped some tables, (laughs) but we were on Zoom, so we didn't really feel any of the physical fury. No, verbs is on sabbatical. Doesn't that sound nice? That does sabbatical. sound nice. I actually think I'll go on sabbatical now too. Um, are you guys cool to handle the rest of this?
2: Oh, yeah, I'm sure we can. Deidre okay, and I, we, we have- We, we got have this. We got this, which speaking uh, of- uh, Okay,
1: well, I, w- I was trying to get you guys to say, no, Blake, we need you. I don't really want to go on sabbatical.
2: <laughs> Deidre, tell the people- uh, all about yourself. <laughs> oh my, all about me.
3: Well, I'm your the legend top.
1: precedes you though. Most people will know you as <laughs> that's true, Miss Arkansas.
3: But <laughs> Not true. Anyway, go so, ahead. Uh, my title is Client Success Specialist at Michael Hyde and Company. And uh, what I do is I talk to our clients all day, check in with them. I'm making sure that they understand how business accelerator works, how they can be successful in the program. And literally I'm just on zoom. What I would say like, three out of my five days of work. And I love it. It's so fun. It's a lot of relationship building, um, a lot of like uh, digging into people's problems and their pain and figuring out solutions for them. So I absolutely love it. I feel lucky that I get paid to do it. Somebody asked me yesterday, I said, I think I've onboarded about a thousand clients, walked about a thousand clients through this program. And one of the clients said, oh my gosh, do you want to do do something else? And I was like, no, I love doing this. I feel really Mm -hmm. fortunate to do it. So, yeah, that's what I do here. And I did just get back from sabbatical. Can you hear the cheer in my voice? Yes. I The hear. rest. Yeah. And it was amazing.
1: That's good. Because Verbs is gone. We're really going to need you to carry the energy here. So I'm okay, glad that I'm you've gotten sufficient it. rest.
3: That, you know what? <laughs> when, I, when I walked in, that was literally one of the first things somebody said to me. Are you well rested? And I was like, yes, I am. And I'm ready to go.
1: Well, this month, our theme has been how to reset when you've gotten off track, which it's been hard for me to relate to that since you know I'm, I'm never off track, <laughs> except when I'm trying to do this podcast. But when you get off track, you need to start with a confession. And today's confession is this, have you ever gotten off track on a goal? What was it? How did you feel? What'd you do? It's confession time. Courtney and Deidre, since I introduced this question, I removed myself from having to answer it, um, so one of you has to take it.
2: Well, I think it's really uh, – as I was preparing for this podcast, I kind of like thought about this memory because it, it has to do with Deidre, actually. Oh. Because oh. last year – yeah. Do you remember? I had a goal last year that actually involved you. I talked to you very specifically about the goal.
3: Courtney, that was 2019, sis. That was not 2020. It was in
2: 2019 that we talked about it, but it was a 2020 goal for me.
3: Oh, okay, okay.
2: Yes. So I talked to Deidre about I wanted to go on this kind of like wellness retreat um, with some friends. And I was like, Deidre is like – you know how you just have those certain friends that you're like, this thing like aligns. Like we are in alignment with this kind of trip. I was like, Deidre is the kind of person I want to go on this kind of trip with. And so I talked to Deidre about it. I was really excited. I was like, it's going to happen in 2020. I'd done some like initial research. I was like, you're in, like, we'll figure out two more people. And so it was a goal for me in 2020 to like go on that trip. And then the pandemic happened and it all like killed my my, my dreams and my goal. And for that goal, I had to just like kill it. Although Deidre, you and I actually had a conversation the other day that we were like, Yep. Yeah. Hey, maybe there is something on the horizon. Mm -hmm, Totally. Maybe maybe we can dream again. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe.
3: Yeah. Uh, Goals like that can actually happen. I'm thinking back to, you know, I think 2020 was the year everybody had to go back to their goal list and say, what's Mm -hmm. realistic now. So, you know, I don't know anybody who hasn't encountered this. I was just looking at my goal list actually, and I do have one that I shamefully underperformed on. And so maybe you guys can coach me up on this. Maybe you can help me. I'm trying to decide if I should really revisit it or should I revise it or create something new? Ooh, yes. Let's. I love that. All right. You want me to dive in? Do you want me to give it to you? Tell us what
1: happened and then we'll get into the solution. Okay.
3: All right. I was supposed to write a thank you note every Friday. That was my goal. So when I was doing my, after my weekly preview, I had a stack of thank you notes. So I have my I already have my activation trigger right here and then thank you notes. And I was supposed to write a thank you note at the end of my weekly preview stamp, put it in the mail. Okay. I did it for three weeks. This is like
1: Jimmy Fallon style. Did you have like piano behind you?
3: Yeah, that's what it was. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. Thank you children for interrupting all my zoom calls. I have an idea
2: for this. I, I, I think this is really fun. I'm glad that you brought this up at the beginning of the episode because I think what we could do is as we go through, like, we have these questions that we can, that everybody listening can ask yourselves when you have a goal that, you know, things have fallen off track, you've gotten off track. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we can talk about each one of those in relation to your goal. So we can kind of like live coach through that as we go through these questions. Coach me up. I love it. You cool with that, Blake? Yes. Uh note for the Quite audio, cool. Blake is shaking his head very strongly.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do think before we jump into this, especially since you're here live for us, I think it is helpful and you talked about shamefully. I think there is a lot of like shame that we carry when we have goals or aspirations and um, that we don't hit and I think it's easier it's easier for me. And I don't know if it's like this for you all. It's almost easier when it's like an external force that like happens like the pandemic and it's like you literally mm-hmm. can't travel. I'm like, okay, fine. Like that goal, goodbye. You know, like it didn't happen. It's easier for me to reset. I think it's harder when it's like the cause of the like quote failure or like, you know, getting off track is just like me, you know. Um, right. And so I think out of the gate We're all gonna have to give ourselves a lot of grace. And, you know, grace in the business world, we don't we don't talk about it very much, but I think it's like hugely important as we kind of get into what we're talking about today.
3: It feels like Uh. just willpower, you know? Like I get into this self talk to myself, like you just didn't do this because you didn't quote push through, you know? And I think that you're right. That's that's too simplified of a response when we fail on a goal.
1: If you have been feeling that way, feeling down about yourself and your goals, that's what we're here to help you with, y'all. This is a no shame campaign for getting back on track towards your goals. And we've got four questions to help you get back on track. So what do you say, ladies? Shall we Let's dive do in? Let's it.
2: Let's go.
1: Okay, question the first. Do I still want to achieve this goal? Deidre, look at those thank you cards.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Do you still want to have written thank you notes every Friday after your weekly preview?
3: Let's can we Be just honest. talk about this for a second? Let's talk about the motivation. I think we you're not that thankful. Into- I'm, <laughs> I'm not grateful. I'm just kidding. Um, let Let's dig into. My motivation with this, and obviously motivation, everybody has different motivators for why they're doing a goal, and that's on the goal detail pages. Obviously, we talk about key motivations. So one was to cultivate gratitude. So that I still want to do. I still want to cultivate gratitude, and I wanted to tell people that had really, um, you know, twenty twenty was a hard year for a lot of people, and I had so many people come alongside me and support me and care for me during that season, and I wanted to thank them. So. I wanted to cultivate gratitude, but I also, it was important for me to let these people know how much they meant to me. So that was my other motivation for doing it. I still want both of those things. I still don't want to write the thank you notes. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think this is,
2: I like, I'm like geeking out over here because I'm just like so excited because I think you're just like giving everybody that's listening a really practical example of this. And for those of you that are, are listening, you know, Obviously, you know, we're in August now, you probably set a lot of these goals in January and, you know, just things change, um, you know, like, and you know, what you were doing in January, uh, you may decide now that you need to focus on a totally different life domain or maybe, and I think maybe Deidre, in your case, maybe your goal is no longer the right way to achieve the results you were looking for. You know, Mm -hmm. and maybe this felt like in January that you should do this, like, but it wasn't like you really wanted to, you didn't really want to write note cards. What you really wanted to do was to, you know, cultivate gratitude. Yeah. Uh, So maybe it's just that it, it is still, maybe you don't want to achieve this goal in the way that you have this goal right now. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Yeah. This is super important because if you're setting a goal correctly, you should probably not know how you're going to achieve it exactly every step of the way when you set it. Otherwise, it's not a very risky goal.
3: Oh, that's a great point.
1: If you're if it's truly going to stretch you, you don't know. Part of the goal journey is figuring out how are we even going to do this. Mm. So what's if that's the type of goal that you've set, then you need to understand that you're going to discover things about the modality that may not be, you know, you may be taking a guess. If it's a habit goal, for instance, like Deidre has, you may be taking a guess at, well, what is the activity primarily, or what is the metric, or what is the thing that I really need to be focused on to achieve what I really want? I mean, this happened to me earlier this year is I, I had like, I won't get into too much of the details, but essentially... I realized to achieve what I wanted to achieve, I I had this goal for the first quarter that was around um, writing, and then I had a long conversation with a mentor of mine, and we just processed through why I wanted it, and where I was going with it, and what my long-term vision was. And in that meeting, after, you know, a week afterwards, I was like, huh, this goal doesn't really fit right now. It's really, Mm. this isn't really the modality to get what I truly want. So, you may have discovered that and that doesn't mean you definitely shouldn't just double down because you wrote it in your planner. You need to yeah. rethink, like Deidre said, what's the root? What's the why? Um, does that still excite me? Because the, the modality, the, the method, the, uh, the specifics of what you're pursuing absolutely can change when you're setting risky goals.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, I think the key takeaway here is, you know, if you're not excited, you know, it may be time for a new goal. And so Deidre, are you excited about writing these short cards? I thank you. No.
3: (laughs) And I realized too, when Blake said, is this risky? I was like, oh, well, writing thank you You notes, like that's not, it's risky in the sense that it pushes me to do something that it's not part of my workflow, right? It's not part of my my regular Mm -hmm. life. But you know what I think it would be more fun for me, is if I was baking stuff for people. Like baking, Uh, making something that like fell. Yeah, Blake wants bread. That's all he wants. for
1: me. (laughs) So question one was, do I still want to achieve this goal? Question two, what should my new timeline be? What should Mm -hmm. my new timeline be?
2: I think this is a really this is a really great one when people have gotten off track, because um, sometimes you get off track and then you realize, okay, I've got to like get this back on track, but you leave the same timeline, and it's like you're totally delusional at that point. It's like you no, know, the only way you were going to like achieve this risky goal was to start, you know, at the the time that you designated, and so if you're off track. Um, you really have to look at, am I still, am I being risky or am I delusional? And so, you know, setting a new time frame is really important.
1: I think timelines and deadlines are best used as tools. They're really helpful tools, but they're not helpful masters. So a deadline is critical because it's going to naturally force you, force your brain to think, oh yeah, what should I do? How can I be more intentional? And that's ultimately what goal setting is about, is setting course for your life, not just drifting towards wherever life takes you. So if you're able to use a de- uh, timeline as a tool, that's really healthy. Where I think it gets unhealthy is when we fall behind the timeline and we're like, no, 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 Now I can't yeah. do it. Or now I can't do goals. Or no, this isn't going to work. And Or you upend other aspects of your life. I see this a lot. Deidre, you've probably seen this before, where people will upend other components of their life for the sake of the timeline of a specific Mm -hmm. goal. So the timeline, not a great master, but it is a great tool to leverage.
2: I I definitely think there are certain personality types. um, Mine may or may not be one of those personality types that deadlines really works well for. But I think uh, what you're talking about is really important for those same personality types. It's like you can't just like throw everything away uh, in pursuit of like being able to like achieve that uh, thing. And you know, even Michael, I mean, we talk about this, like he doesn't always achieve all of his goals, like perfectly how he laid them out in January, because again, life, you know, like it, it it happens, things change. Um, and that's where, you know, sometimes you get off track with a goal and you've just got to push it out further and that's okay.
1: You know, the thing that comes to my mind with this, uh, and maybe Deidre, you can speak to this because you work with so many clients and they, there's different personality types, as Courtney mentioned, some people that are super driven, super rigid, just, I want to know what the rule is. Just let me color in the box so that I can check it. And others are more, you know, oh, I'm feeling this, or now I'm kind of feeling that. And they're just sort of kind of feeling their way through our, our program, taking things as they come, perhaps. How do you know, I guess, if you were listening to a client's feedback about achieving their own goals, and they were falling behind how would you know what would be an indicator that hey this is actually time to set a new date on that goal versus hey man like (laughs) the pain you're feeling is actually a good thing like Mm -hmm. keep the date and just change this behavior or change that how what kinds of questions would you ask or things would you look for
3: um i really tune into their level of overwhelm so I, for example, I had a a call with a client the other day and she had a, um, an acquisition that was delayed by a couple of months. So she's trying to acquire another company and it got delayed by a couple of months. And so she had all these, she was really frustrated because she hadn't done, you know, all of her goals. She hadn't, we put together a 90 day action plan at the end of every intensive. And it's really crucial that you execute this 90 day action plan before your next intensive. And she was just so down on herself about not achieving this. Her level of overwhelm was through the roof. And my coaching advice to her was shut down today and go do something for yourself because you cannot drive yourself to goal achievement when the rest, everything else has just blown up around you, um, when the timelines of things have really shifted. So I would... My coaching to somebody would be, what's the level of overwhelm that you're experiencing right now? And is it at the threshold where you aren't getting sleep? You're not taking care of yourself. Your closest relationships are starting to feel the strain of that. You need to cut yourself some slack. Like that is beyond the point of push through. That means you really need to reevaluate. It's really Super good. Helpful. I want to know,
2: Deidre, for your timeline as mm. you're thinking through this, uh, yeah. it, it, is this one applicable to yours? Like, Yeah. You know, Is it a new timeline?
3: Yeah. So my previous timeline was for just the first quarter. I just wanted to do it for uh-huh. Q1. So it was just 12 weeks that I had to do this, which makes me sound super, man, super lazy. No, it doesn't. Not at all. Oh, okay. But I did it for the first month. So I was successful 30% of the time. So now I need to shift it, right? So where are we? It's July. So I would like, I would still like to do this for, you know, I think, what did I miss then? If I did it four times, somebody do that math. I have eight, eight gratitude bombs that I need to drop on people. Mm, so mm-hmm. I think I can do that in this quarter in Q3. And realistically thinking about like what's on my plate in Q3, what my life is like, I feel like that's realistic. Okay, I like that. Now, is it, but one disclaimer for everybody listening,
2: is it is it risky?
3: Well, the way I'm going to rewrite it Are you saying is the timeline risky or is the goal itself risky? Yes. You don't even necessarily have to
2: um, answer me yet. Okay. Um, But I just want to put that note because you're like, oh, yeah, I can totally do this. Like your confidence Mm -hmm. level almost just makes me like (laughs) just want to put that in your mind. Like is it still risky? I think, you know, for me, especially when it comes to deadlines, you know, again, I think personality type really plays into this. You know, you have some people that are like, I just want to do the like – thing in the time that I know exactly you know like I know I can do that um, and then <laughs> yes. you have the other set are like let's do it tomorrow you know um, and I think somewhere in between there is is the right place so okay, okay question 3
1: question the third how can I plan for the obstacles I've experienced how can I plan for the obstacles I've experienced? Good. So if you're stuck, it's there's been some kind of obstacle of some kind, something keeping you from the success and the progress that you want. And Deidre, you can probably speak to this as well. It's interesting. Sometimes we experience an obstacle and we go, oh, man, isn't it such a bummer that that one thing happened that one time and you're on the other end of the call going, yeah, it's... It's probably going to happen again. You know, you may want to think about (laughs) it probably wasn't just that one time or that one thing. Um, How can you plan for that? The the first thing that comes to my mind is is budgeting, right? The first time you put together your budget, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking through all this. And then, of course, it's like, oh, yeah, like sometimes my car breaks and I have to fix it, you know. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't just that one time. It's probably a great idea to budget for that to sort of expect that obstacle to happen. So this question is about how can you think through that, look back at past obstacles, and then you know, plan for adjusting in the future for those.
2: Some of these are, you know, can be pretty like simple things that I think we're like, oh, I'll just deal with that when it, when it arises. But I think it's really helpful, uh, you know, like for example, if you're having trouble, you know, meeting an exercise goal and you can't get out of bed because like that's legit. That's Sometimes that's the hardest part of the day. And, you know, could you get out of bed earlier? You know, could you move your run to a different time of the day? You know, maybe stop fighting against getting out of bed. Uh, Could you somehow have coffee waiting for you when your alarm goes off? Or could you buy an alarm clock uh, that's, you know, difficult to turn off? Or impossible to turn <laughs> off. What if it just goes off all day
3: long? <laughs>
1: like it literally, like you get to set the alarm one time, and it's I
3: think they call that cycle. children. I think they call those alarm clocks. Oh children. my gosh, that is yes, yes. I think that
2: is appropriate. Appropriate name. But I, I mean, for me, even like I know when I, I know I'm almost always when I'm doing a exercise goal that I always hit like a slump you know, in the middle, like I'm like, oh, like getting up or just like getting it in. And I always know when I hit that to go buy a new workout outfit, because it's like that one thing, all of a sudden I'm like, yes, working out. It's like, I don't, it's so simple, but like, I think we all have those. It just takes some time to like figure out what are those things that can yeah, uh, either re-energize or like reconfigure how you're approaching the obstacles.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, I have a lot of clients that come to me and say, I'm trying to use my planner. I just can't get my big three done every day. And I'm like, well, what's holding you back? You know, what is the obstacle that's holding you back? And they all, you know, nine times out of 10, it's fires, putting out fires, quote unquote. And this mm-hmm. is a common a common conversation I have with clients about what to do when you you get sidetracked by these fires. And I always ask them, well, is it your job to put out fires at the company? <laughs> Yes, that's their job. You know, so mm -hmm. is it your job? Then you need to make room for it in your schedule. Mm -hmm. If half of your day is going to putting out fires, then you need to schedule firefighting time. That needs to be half your day. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to get really realistic about these obstacles that are in your way Mm -hmm. because, like Blake said, they're probably not going anywhere. So, you either need to accommodate them or you need to resolve these obstacles. That's so good.
2: Uh, So Deidre, what about for you and your goal? You know, do you
3: anticipate
2: any obstacles with your gratitude goal?
3: Yeah, a few obstacles. One is going to be remembering to do it. So I can I can do Mm -hmm. that, right? I can resolve that with I can put a reminder on my phone. I can set my thank you notes out where they were. They were right by my desk, but they were in a little cubby thing. So I can pull them out so that they're visible. Um, The third obstacle really is the time factor and the way i'm i'm reconfiguring mm-hmm. this goal it's actually going to take a little bit more time than it did but i feel like i i have I have a plan i've got a scheme
2: okay okay i like this okay so okay. question 4
1: question 4 how can i keep my goal visible
3: oh
2: you, it's just so funny, Deidre, you just talked about this. You but, walked right into it. Yeah, you walked right into it. Uh, yeah, One of the most common reasons people miss a goal is because they've forgotten about it or it's not top of mind. And you know, I think obviously with the Full Focus Planner, we make it part of the system of your weekly preview and checking in on your goals. There's a, a, an important reason for that, and it's to give this visibility. Um, but if you're never thinking about your goals – you're also most likely not making progress towards them. So Mm -hmm. even just doing some really simple things, Deidre, you gave some really great examples of like having the cards out, you know, even like maybe blocking time on your calendar. And, you know, obviously with your weekly preview, I I actually, as I was preparing for this podcast – I have these really great windows right beside my desk and I was like, I'm going to take all my goals and just write them up on these windows, you know, each quarter. Uh, I think there's just some really simple things. We talk about this all the time that you can do to help you, you know, really make progress on your goal that are so incredibly simple.
3: Yeah you know, once I kind of, I, I obviously in my weekly preview, I was seeing, I saw that I had missed this goal and I'd gotten off track with it. And I think I mm-hmm. kind of went into to denial mode about it. Like I just stopped reading mm-hmm. it. Like I just thought, oh, well, I failed on that one. Um, it, it hadn't honestly occurred to me to go back and revisit it until recently, like until I got on this podcast.
2: <laughs> I'm so glad you did. Cause this has been a really fun way to go through these questions for everybody listening. Yeah.
1: One thing that I did a Something that I picked up from someone else was uh, writing down the goal. We talk about making your goals visible and we automatically assume it's like, hey, this is something that's written and it's it, it's on a piece of paper somewhere or on a window. But what I did is I started carrying around a card and I technically I had written it, but I didn't usually read it, but I have the card in my pocket kind of like by my wallet and I anytime I reached for my wallet, or maybe I was reaching for my keys or my phone, or whatever, I would feel physically the card mm-hmm. and I would remember the one goal that was written on there. And those types of things I think are also helpful. Those visual cues or even physical cues if you have them, or if you like you assign the goal to like an actual physical thing that sits on your desk or you put it in your wallet or something like that. I think that could be super helpful too.
2: Okay, so I think obviously we've given you all a lot of great strategies to increase your goal visibility, and um, but we also have a free printable sheet uh, designed just for that, and you can get that at fullfocusplanner.com slash printables. And um, so it's just a great way to take the things that are in your full focus planner, uh, even if you don't use a full focus planner, and get your goals written, hang it up in your office, kind of, and um, look at those every day, and um, And again, just to recap, you can read over your goals during your weekly preview. You can do it during your workday startup. And then obviously the whole goal is to incorporate your goals into your weekly big three and then obviously down even into your daily big three. So those are some places that you should be continually looking back at what your goals are.
1: Absolutely. That's why it's so helpful. I mean, I was thinking about goals Whenever someone's like, I don't know where to start, there's so many things I want, and I am I always recommend to have at least one habit goal of creating one of those rituals, be it a, a weekly preview or like a workday startup, yes. because yeah, if you can set a habit in motion for working on yourself and kind of covering your bases of your life and your goals, everything else becomes easier. So that's a freebie. But Deidre, it's back to you now. It's back to you and your gratitude goal and your goal of really figuring out when and how often you can be sending me directly baked goods (laughs) as a way of saying thank you. You could say thank you to other people and still send me the baked goods. That's also an option. You know, you could say, man, Courtney, I'm so grateful for you so much in fact that I baked Blake this wonderful (laughs) loaf of sourdough bread.
3: Okay, last time I tried to bring you sourdough, you were out of town. So, no more, no do-overs for you.
1: Mm, Okay, do you all want
3: me to, to read my new goal? Yes. Yeah. Okay, now I'm taking into account the risky part. So, the first part, my action part of this is bake or make eight gifts of gratitude to people who helped me in 2020. So. That's risky because I got to like invest and I have to plan and I love baking and making things. So that's exciting. That's fun, right? So that's yeah. exciting thing on lock and I'm going to, I'm going to do eight gifts of gratitude. I'm going to make myself do it in Q2 because that is wait wait, no Q2 is over. We're not living in the past. It's going to be Q3. <laughs> so it has to be accomplished in Q3. So let me add that in there by the end of Q3. You know what I love
1: about that? Deidre, is that you shifted from a habit goal to an achievement goal, which I think no, is probably going to make it, it's still the sa- accomplishing the same thing, but there's less of this mm-hmm. kind of ritualistic thing. I think boredom may have been a contributing factor to you not hitting the goal previously. That's By making it an point. achievement goal, you may have like, hey, I've got a free Saturday. Uh, you know, the kids are doing something, whatever. I'm going to, you know, bake three things for Blake today instead of just like one, mm-hmm. Right. But you could accomplish, (laughs) you know, you could batch that potentially rather than feeling like, oh, I've got to do this every single week and that sort of thing.
2: I love this goal so much. I'm like, I'm excited. I'm like, can I copy this goal? Um, Yeah, I think this is so good. I think a lot of these questions I think you've hit on. I do just want to ask you out of curiosity, uh, how do you think you'll make it like visible?
3: Courtney, that's a great question. So I think the first thing I need to do is make my list of of eight people. Decide who I want Mm. to give this gift to. And I'm going to write it down on a note card and I'm going to put it right on my desk. And then the second thing I'm going to do is find time on my calendar and block it off. Times when I'm going to make these make or bake these gifts I've got some really fun ideas I'm thinking pickles I'm thinking jam like fun summer stuff so I'm getting excited about this now I love
2: this yes that's awesome I think that's a great hack and a great tip for everybody listening so
3: wow guys Deidre thanks for being here what a fun episode it was so fun thanks for coaching me up y'all
1: excellent work Deidre thank you for being here and Ooh. to you listening, you do not have to give up on that goal that you've fallen behind on. It's
0: all right. You've got this.
1: You can get back on track by asking yourself some simple questions. Do you still want to achieve the goal? What should your new timeline be? How can you plan for obstacles? And how can you keep your goals visible? So with that, we, I think we've done it, Deidre. You crushed it. Courtney, obviously you slayed, and haven't I done such a wonderful job filling in for verbs? Such right? a wonderful job. Fishing for compliments?
3: <laughs> you were awesome. Please okay, don't go great. on sabbatical, well, Blake. We won't survive.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, wow. What gratitude. What would really make me feel special, though, is if that you know came with something that I could eat. But can, I'll let you work on that this quarter. Thank you all for joining us. Focus on this. As you know, I mean, you've heard your friends talking about it. It's all over the news. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends if you like it. And be sure to join the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. It's an awesome place to be. You can benefit from the creativity and encouragement of people just like you chasing big goals. We'll be here next week with another great episode. But until then, y'all...
3: Stay focused. stay focused. Oh, I did it again. I'm supposed to say it. Can we try that again?
1: But until then,
3: stay, stay focused. Focus. 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 Okay, I want to read it. Company, and I have to get these tiny children away from me. Hang on. But wait, we need ten dollars. <laughs> I don't have. To, I don't. Oh, here. But- <laughs> okay, bye. Ah. Did you just see these little hands clamoring all over me when I was trying to... Where are y'all going? Oh, okay. Have fun. Thank you. What I heard
2: was, we need $10. Yeah, I just had $10
3: in my... there. I don't... Anyways, I gave it to them. I think
2: these are the smartest children I've ever met. You know, ask your mom (laughs) for $10 while she's recording a podcast. And you're like, yes, (laughs) take it. Here's $500. That's true. (laughs) let me do this. Hey,
0: everybody. I am... So excited to announce that we are celebrating not just the five year anniversary of the Full Focus Planner, but we are also celebrating 1 million planners sold. That's right, yes. So, to celebrate, you should go to fullfocus.co/slash anniversary and you can get 10% off site wide with the code Cheers to Five Years. That's Cheers to the number five years. Uh, We're offering a Full Focus sticky pack with any new annual subscription. There's $75 off the Full Focus goal setting and $200 off the Full Focus planner certification training and the planner suite, which you get 23 planners. It's quite a deal if you love your Full Focus planner. So check that all out. Celebrate with us. One million planners at fullfocus.co slash anniversary.